Welcome to the Hey Legal Quiz with me, Edith Forrest. The aim of this quiz is to provide some light-hearted entertainment during lockdown and beyond. I'll be asking 20 questions of leading Scottish legal figures, questions which give insight to their careers and their lives beyond the law. So let's begin. So I'm joined today by Angela Graham QC. Uh, Angela, thank you so much for giving up your time to answer our quiz. Um, I hope it's a pleasure. No, that's great. I hope it's not too painful. I'm sure it won't be. And we're really interested to hear your answers. So um, well, I think I might be the most boring person that answers these questions, Edith, but by the way. Not at all. Um, so we shall, we'll just, we will, we'll fire away with the first one, Angela, which is if you weren't a lawyer, what would you be? When I was at school, uh, I told my teachers I was thinking of studying law and they told me, the assistant head said, don't do law, it's too hard. Uh, You'll only be disappointed. So they tried to get me to do geography because I was really good at geography at school. So I think if I had followed their advice, I might be a geography teacher. (laughs) <laughs> so, that's my best guess <laughs> Where, when did you then decide I'm not going to do geography I'm going to do what I want to do and do law I I really liked uh, programmes about lawyers I used to think it was fantastic guessing the verdict in Crown Court when I was at primary school but my mum said oh maybe you could do law and it planted a seed and then It was actually when I went to university, um, Lord Pentland was the clerk of faculty then, so it was a long time ago, and I've told this story before, but he came to Aberdeen Uni where I was a student, Mm -hmm. and I had three sort of preconceived ideas about what being an advocate was all about, and I thought you had to be a man, Mm -hmm. I thought you had to have gone to a private school. And I thought you had to be a sort of mega brain, a sort of brain on a stick sort of thing. And he came along and gave a talk to lots of first and second year students and said, you don't need to be a man. You don't need to have been privately educated and you don't need to be a mega brain. But he said, you need to be able to do one thing. And I thought, okay, what's that? And he said, you need to work really hard. And I thought, I could do that. I could work really hard. It just made it seem sort of achievable to a normal person. My family hadn't gone to university before. So even getting into do law was quite a big Mm. thing for us. And he was right. I've worked really hard. But obviously, I'm not a man and I wasn't privately educated. And I wouldn't class myself as a mega brain like Lord Roger or something. But uh, (laughs) Hard work's paid off. Yeah, so. absolutely. Oh, that's a lovely story. And a story <laughs> of hope, isn't it? And just yeah. um, encouragement. Yeah, it just goes to show you can achieve things if you work hard and you have a goal in mind. And uh, I didn't have any sort of connections with the law or anything like that, just an interest and enthusiasm. And I was prepared to put the hard work in. So. Great. Anyway, okay. Did you have a nickname at school, Angela? And if so, what was it and why were you given it? I didn't have a nickname at school, at least one. And I think I pretty much flew under the radar. So I, I was I never really attracted enough attention to merit a nickname. Sorry. <laughs> Not so. Just listening to my dog squeaking that toy. <laughs> 
hoping she doesn't interrupt the, the quiz with me. I may have to take that off. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> third question is, were you a swatty type at school? Well, I was a girl and I was really quiet and I did my homework. So that probably counts as a girly swat, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> question number four is, what was your first job? It was at the age of 12, I was a paper girl and I delivered the Edinburgh Evening News in Flea Streets around where I lived. Okay. I think I earned about £2.50 a week, which seemed like a fortune at the time. Yeah. And in fact, during lockdown, that seems like a fortune now. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Here. Um, question number five is, how do you define success? I, do you know, I find this a really tough question, actually. Um, I'm not sure. I suppose just feeling happy and contented and if I'm feeling happy and contented, then I'm, I'm successful. I suppose when I was at the bar, when I was younger, for me, I always really hoped that one day I might be successful enough and good enough to be a QC. And obviously I've, I've done that now. And I still see that as a real mark of success in terms of my own professional career. But other things are, feel as if I'm succeeding in, in my normal life, not just at work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, your favourite drink? Well, I'm, I drink a lot of tea and coffee, but if it was an alcoholic drink I had to choose, then uh, it would probably be red wine or gin. Okay. <laughs> um, question number seven is, what don't you like about your job? Mountains of emails and working at the weekend. I don't, having to do that all the time and having to deal with email after email, that's, that's tough going. But I think that's something that people in professions have to do, mm. just they have to accept that. But there's some weekends I would like to just sit on the couch eating cakes and biscuits and watching box sets. And I think, no, I better get the, that bit of work done or whatever it is I have to do. So. Yeah, I know. It's a, that is a difficult part of the job and um, certainly not a nine-to-five job, is it? No, no. it's definitely not. Uh, you, there are times in my career where I feel I've never switched off at all and my phone is just, and emails just constantly coming in. So, and that that isn't really a very healthy place to be, I don't think. I think you need to be able to switch off. I'm not very good at that, actually, but I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm a work in progress, Ida. <laughs> <laughs> I know at times it's like spinning plates, you get to the end of the, the row and the first one's starting to wobble, so you're just continually yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, and no just way. when you think you're getting on top of things, another plate arrives. <laughs> yeah. uh, question number eight is, which uh, or what is your most memorable case to date? Well, I've had a lot of memorable cases, but the one I'm going to tell you about is one where when I was a prosecutor in Paisley High Court, and I was prosecuting a charge of armed robbery and a couple of men robbed a chemist in Paisley. They were dressed all in black from head to toe, balaclavas, gloves, the full, full thing. And they took a bucket with them and they broke in and 
the lady was there actually, the pharmacist, and they sort of gathered all the pharmaceuticals off the shelf, put them in the bucket and ran out and escaped and ran around the back greens of the nearby houses. But there was a hole in their bucket and they left a trail of pharmaceuticals from the shop through the back greens, which the police fall, simply followed. Mm-hmm. And in the back garden of one of the houses, the police found a man all in black, balaclava, holding a bucket with a hole in it and some pharmaceuticals. And he was told by five counsel uh, to plead guilty. Mm-hmm before Lord on the bench at the time so you'll know how long ago it was and he was found not proven by the jury <laughs> so that's a case that's always stuck in my mind and Lord Reed said to me afterwards you will never prosecute another case like this Angela so it's a uh, it's memorable because it doesn't reflect very well on my skills as a prosecutor but it, it was just it was my um it was just one of those bet noir cases. Yeah, absolutely. Goodness. Oh. Um, tell me one thing, Angela, that would surprise me about you. Um, I absolutely love murder mysteries of any sort. I will watch any murder mystery. I will read any murder mystery. As long as somebody dies within the first five minutes or the first few pages, that's me hooked. I love trying to guess who did it. Well, I'm actually a nightmare watching anything like that on the telly. I'm a nightmare because I'm always guessing and I'm pretty good at it now because I've spent years reading them. So Good stuff. Okay, now question number nine is, sorry, question number 10 is, uh, what traits in others irritate you the most? Well, I I wasn't sure actually about this. I had to, I actually asked my friend because I said, what am I least tolerant of? Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, I don't like people who are know-it-alls or pompous or um, are overconfident without anything to back up. She said, you just, you've got no patience for that. So yeah. I think that's, that's the nicest thing I can say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Question number 11, favourite flavour of crisps? I think it would have to be cheese and onion. I am addicted to cheese of all sorts. I love cheese. So anything with cheese in it, and I'm I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> Question number 12 is, what book would you recommend everyone should read? Well, I wouldn't recommend any books because I hate it when people recommend books to me because it's never a book I want to read. And if I like the person, I always feel sort of obliged. And I, they, they never have a murder in them. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. there's so many better things to read. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend a book to anyone unless it was I was forced. So, and I'm not going to recommend one now. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to pause this recording at a moment because my dog is causing mayhem. Give me two seconds. Okay. I'll just start recording again. Um, okay. So question number 13, Angela, is do you have any irrational fears? Uh, 
Oh, loads. And they change every week, depending on what sort of case I'm doing. So if I'm doing a clinical negligence case, I've got irrational fears about getting some horrible uh, problem that I've read about. And but I have general <laughs> ones like spiders and heights and all sorts of things. I'm very risk averse. <laughs> and I can see the danger in every situation. Oh, really? I have great capacity. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's a combination of training and natural tendencies. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Question fourteen is what are you? What were your oldest pair of shoes? Oh yeah, um, I've actually had the opportunity during lockdown to have a real clear out. So every wardrobe and cupboard and drawer is tidy. But I do have a really old pair, which are a very pale, creamy suede with some little gold bits on them. Very strappy, very high, totally impractical for anything <laughs> other than sitting in a chair looking fabulous. And I bought them for a wedding once and I've still got them because they're so lovely. So I've got those. Oh. And they're very old. I don't know when that wedding was. A long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice to throw out. No, and that's the thing. You couldn't possibly throw them out. Couldn't possibly, no. 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 Question 15 is, who has had the biggest influence on your career in the law? I find that a difficult one to answer. I suppose Lord Pentland in many ways, because if it hadn't been for his talk when I was at university, I might have gone down what may have been viewed as a safer option and maybe not coming to the bar and becoming self-employed. So I think he had a really big influence. But then when I came to the bar, my devil master was absolutely amazing Colin Tyre now Lord Tyre right. and lots of people throughout the years you know have influenced me Alan Turnbull influenced me when it came to going into Crown Office and that was a big change for my practice mm-hmm. and a wonderful experience and just lots of people I've been really lucky I like I like getting advice from clever wise people and there's quite a few of them at the bar Yes, there are. There are. And it's good that there is that collegiality as well, that you can go and approach these people and they're generally very happy to share that with you. I think they are. I think um, in some ways people see members of faculty as quite aloof Mm. and intimidating, but actually they're really interesting people and really most of the people that I have dealt with over the years are really willing to share their experience and knowledge and wisdom. Mm. And I've benefited from that many, many steps along the way. Yeah, absolutely. Question number 16 is, what is your favourite chocolate bar? Oh, I love dark chocolate. So any sort of plain dark chocolate of any description, make, model, uh, if it's dark, I will devour it with a passion. (laughs) (laughs) But basically any chocolate. I mean, why limit yourself to one type? Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) Okay, um, question 17. What's the fanciest event you've ever been to? Well, without a doubt, I have only in in my life ever been to one white tie event. Mm -hmm. And that was in Vienna, in the Hofburg Palace. Mm -hmm. And it was the Bristol Ball. And I don't think I've ever been to an event which was quite so glamorous in my entire life. 
Yeah. It wasn't just the full black tie, it was the white tie. Yeah. So long gloves, I wore a tiara, I had my hair put up. It was it was a sight to behold. Wow. It sounds amazing. Spectacular. Yeah. 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 Absolutely spectacular. Yeah. question 18 is what quirks do you have? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, I, I asked my friend about this one as well because it's hard to view yourself objectively but she said when people really uh, annoy me or say something really stupid she said I have very expressive eyebrows and my she says she can always tell even if I'm not saying anything if my eyebrows shoot up <laughs> so, she says then I know something stupid has been said so I think probably my eyebrows is, is my quirk. Mm -hmm. to keep an eye out for those eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think they've raised too high on this interview. <laughs> um, question 19, what is the best piece of advice you have ever been given? I don't know, actually, because I've been given a lot of really good advice over the years, general and specific. But one of the things I say to people, and one of the things that I noticed someone else uh, saying recently to our team was try and be, you know, be nice to people, be kind to people, be genuine. Just some people say, oh, be yourself. But I think there can be a temptation to feel that you've got to be maybe quite aloof and dismissive or I don't know sometimes people are quite harsh with others mm. and I always find it's I don't know I'm waffling a bit here I don't have anything specific Edith but I think trying to be genuinely nice to people is never a bad idea absolutely absolutely um question 20 what job would you be terrible at well, I can tell you now, after my recent experiences of homeschooling and lockdown, primary school teacher <laughs> is top of the list. Oh, Gosh, that, is, that has been a real challenge for me. Mm -hmm. Being Teaching my nine-year-old daughter right. uh, is very difficult. Makes yeah. you appreciative of, of teachers, does it? Absolutely. I, hands down, they, I give them full credit for what they do. The patience that they have must be phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying, <laughs> but it's not easy. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, it's been tough. Anyway. Okay. Sorry, you're... Um, Camera has frozen, Angela. Yeah, yours froze there a moment ago as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it seems it's working now. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, question number twenty-one: What is the weirdest talent that you have? I don't think I have any talents, but then that's because my daughter watches Britain's Got Talent. So. <laughs> 
currently my weirdest talent is the ability to walk in mega high heels for long distances over cobbles. So that is a talent that I have. Although I don't always put it in practice. (laughs) That's not something I have to tell you about, Edith, because I've seen your heels at faculty dinners and you are absolutely top of the tree when it comes to walking in high heels. I, but like you, I don't do it often. I usually have my trainers or something flat to yeah. get to court in. Or, in your or, uh, exactly. Um, and then the final question, Angela, is what have you enjoyed most about lockdown? Well, lots of things, actually. I've really enjoyed... I've done some baking with my daughter, which was nice. I wouldn't have spent as much time with her if we hadn't been on lockdown. Mm -hmm. I've enjoyed not getting up so early in the morning. I've enjoyed Zoom meetings where I can sit in the living room and when I glance away from the screen, I can see the beach. So that's been quite nice too. So there's lots of nice things, although it's been frustrating at times as well. It's been strange being stuck in the house and not being able to go shopping or go out and meet friends. So some some good positives and then... Yeah, the restrictions yeah. are inevitably going to be absolutely drawbacks too. I mean, my kitchen cupboards have never been so clean. <laughs> you know, I've cleared out all my old rubbish from the from the wardrobe. So there's benefits as well. Absolutely. Well, Angela, thank you so much. That was so interesting. Uh, fantastic answers and a real insight into you uh, in a way that perhaps people never would ordinarily would be able to to find out so thank you very much for your time in in answering the quiz it's a pleasure it's been lovely to talk to Edith I I don't normally ask myself these questions so you you gave me pause for thought Uh, absolutely it's it's been really nice and I hope Hey Legal do well I'm looking forward to using their CPD in the future well that's that's really kind of you and thank you and just before we let you go can I ask you to nominate someone else to take the quiz Yes, I can. So I'm thinking of someone who I think is a real character and would be very interesting. And I'd be really interested in his answers to these questions. So I am going to nominate Donald Finlay QC. Thank you very much. Uh, a very interesting candidate indeed. So thank you, Angela, for that. And thank Thanks you so again. Thank you again for, for your time and your answers. Thanks. Nice to see you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hey Legal Quiz. We are releasing more episodes weekly, so please sign up for free to Hey Legal on our website to access our free content, legal updates and more. Plus follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram and on all podcasting platforms.